This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show, more information about our guests can always be found on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. My next guest is Brittany Ruby Miller. She's the author of the book, Five Star Life, The Faithful Fight to Overcome Obstacles and Pursue Excellence. She is also the CEO of Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment. It's our pleasure to welcome Brittany Ruby Miller to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Excited to be here in this beautiful facility. All right. Yeah, I mean, I can't (laughs) deny they did a really good job here designing everything. So let's start with this. Now, what's new for you guys at Jeff Ruby's? Nothing, you know, just business as usual. <laughs> I, have, I hear you have this big thing happening <laughs> kind on October eighth. Um, what yes. is that about? So we are moving Jeff Ruby's Steakhouse that is currently on Seventh and Walnut to the Foundry Building. So we've partnered with Three CDC, and we open that restaurant on October eighth. So very excited. Um, the last night at Seventh Street will be on October second. So really, it's the last uh, few weeks here to dine at the first Jeff Ruby Steakhouse that really was ever, you know, that we, my father did uh, over 20 years ago. All right. So let me ask you this now. Of course, you you know, we know your dad is Jeff Ruby. What was it like growing up and watching firsthand your dad build this empire, this company? What was it like to have a, a front row seat to that? It was awesome. He was a very hands-on father. He had a saying that he um, didn't grow and expand until we were older because he wanted to watch his kids grow, not his restaurants grow. And what's very cool now, uh, my brothers and I are are, uh, all together in the business with him, and we're growing and um, building the company you know, alongside one another. So that's very cool. But, you know, he he definitely was a... uh, a local celebrity, and um, I always joke that I just wanted my last name to be Miller. Like, I didn't want Ruby because I, I hated all the attention. Hmm. And um, ironically, I married somebody that's last name is Miller. <laughs> but I I grew to appreciate the Ruby name so much that I changed my middle name to Brittany Ruby Miller. So it kind of all is full circle, but he was an amazing father. And uh, my number one mentor still is today and learned a lot from him. And I'm excited that, you know, we get to work together now. So I understand that you started with the company when you were 15 years old. Did you always know that you wanted to be in this business, that you kind of wanted to follow in dad's footsteps? Did you know this is I always what loved you wanted it. to do? Yeah, okay. I always loved hospitality. And it wasn't so much about restaurants. It was just about being around amazing people, um, really our employees and the community. And so we love taking care of our guests. And I fell in love with that. And there was a bit of a a time where I thought I wanted to become a chef. Okay. And so I said, you know, just at this point I was going through college. I went to culinary school. I'm like, I'm so in love with cooking and food. And, um, and he said, you know, that's, and I worked every position from, you know, hostess to, you know, just garmage and and loved everything about all positions, but I really fell in love with cooking at culinary school. And he said, you know, I don't really, like, I don't want you to be the chef because one day I, I see this, you know, future for you um, with uh, the company and running the company. And so I quit and 
opened a catering company in spite of him for like a year. <laughs> and I realized this isn't going to do it. It was a hobby. It was fun. But, you know, I always had a passion for people, always have had a passion for what this industry is all about. And, um, you know, his great saying is find something that you love so much that you would do it for free and find a way to make a living at it. And I would do this for free. And um, luckily, I get to make a career out of it. All right. So when you took over the reins of the company, did you feel like you had to prove that you had to earn that you earned the position that you didn't just was not Jeff Ruby's daughter that yeah. you earned this position? Absolutely. I mean, okay. you've got to with the last name of Ruby in that business or any kid generation two, generation three, whatever, where your you know, dad or grandfather founded the company, um, you have a target on your back. And so we did. You got to be the first one in and the last one out. Work harder than everybody else. Prove yourself, which is why I went to culinary school after my undergrad, because I just wanted to have credibility with chefs. That's, you know, that was it. I wanted to walk back in a kitchen and tell them that their roux was off and know what I was talking about. Um, but, you know, uh, I did have to overcome that. And I think the, the, the greatest thing that my father did was, you know, as soon as I graduated, I thought I was headed straight to, you know, putting on a power suit. And he said, you're going to serve now. And, and that was, you know, I did that for five years, served at the waterfront, served at Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. And, and then when I finally got the, you know, kind of the call to, hey, we're ready to, you know, put you uh, in the corporate office. We call it the home office. It's really not much of a corporate office at the time. It was like five people. But, okay. um, you know, I started as guest relations manager. I was just talking to guests, taking if we had some complaints or even good, you know, feedback that came in and putting a system together. And over the past 10 years that each kind of position uh, grew into something else. And, um, I guess I've, I've been, I was president before the pandemic and, um, and then during COVID, um, became CEO and I promoted our chief people officer to the president of the company. And so it's been, um, it's been a long ride, but I wouldn't change it. And yeah, it was definitely harder, but I, who cares? That's that's how it works. It's a family <laughs> All business. All right. <laughs> and in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to Brittany Ruby Miller. She is CEO of Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment. She's here this morning to talk about her book, Five Star Life. We'll talk about the book in a second here. Now, one thing that many people may not know about you, Brittany, is that you're very a very spiritual person. You actually have a degree. Is that right? I do. Okay. Yes. Tell me about that. Which does not make me an expert. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Honestly, I changed majors during September 11th and um, I was reading some spiritual books and I said, you know, I'm in the business college. I'd love to just take world religions. I wanted to learn about all religions. I didn't want to stay focused on just my faith. And, um, you know, my dad was like, get in and get out. You're taking something interesting. I don't care what your major is. And so, you know, luckily for me, I, I had the opportunity to take something that I was pretty passionate about. All right, good. So Shout out to UC, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the book, Five Star Life. Now you are very, very candid in this book. You unpack a lot. <laughs> All right, so let's all the talk- skeletons are out there. Yeah, so let's talk about that. And I want to talk about first of all, we just did a show on body image. Oh yeah, and you say that's something that you dealt yep. with and led to other problems, right? So many different issues in there. Like anything that you can think of that a girl, a young woman would deal with. Check, check, check. I mean, okay. and then that carried into, um, you know, my my when I got married and and infertility and then marriage. And I wrote the book, uh, one, really, I know I have a ton of influence alone just with my staff, right, with my team. We have 800 employees. And I have seen 
tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. As a kid growing up, I went to more funerals for drug and addiction and suicide than you can ever imagine, like more so than anybody would ever go through in their entire life. And, and I kept seeing how dark our industry can be. And, and I know that I've got an opportunity. I think there's a, there's a, a place for someone who is finally at a good, healthy place, which I am now to stop like hiding and saying that your life is perfect. And to be real, because I, you know, there's, there's so much value in authentic stories being told. And so people think that they're not alone. So whether it's depression or anxiety, you know, I went through everything and all of it is in the, in the book. And, um, and so it was really just my goal that, to put it out there. And, and also, especially on the marriage side, um, and, and I talked to my family before I, I put this book out because it affects my brand right? It affects their brand. This is, we're all equal owners in this company. And they were like, we love it. You know, they really encouraged me to do that because our culture is, is about, you know, a culture of caring for our people. And so, you know, that's, that's basically why I did it. Wow. Look at that. So I want to go back to like the eating disorder thing. Um, talk about that because being in the restaurant industry, having that, I mean, did that compound things and make it more difficult or how did what impact did that have? And where did it uh, for you, where did it start in terms of the body image and, and what that led to? I think it started more. Here's the thing. Addiction's addiction. It doesn't matter. Right. It, it's you're fixated on something. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't proud of myself. I was trying to be something that I wasn't, especially now I look at lo- like young girls <laughs> looking at you know, Instagram and filters and, and, and celebrities that it's, uh, it's a tough time to have little girls in this world. And so, um, yeah, it was definitely a process that I went through. Um, not great that, you know, I also happened to be in the food business and there was a lot of healing that needed to take place. And, and it did, uh, again, it, it, I think it's not suffering alone, but being honest about what, whatever you're dealing with. Okay. So in the book, you talk about, you give your insights on principles for success. What did I say? Remind me here. (laughs) (laughs) I think it boils down to everyone understanding, you know, it's not just me that God's given me a purpose and a destiny. Every single person has a passion and has something that they, they're called to do. They've got, there's a will for your life for me. That's again, not everybody believes that, but if you choose to pick up my book, you're reading what I believe and I believe that there's great destiny in that. And so, you know, one of the, um, I think the biggest thing for me really is like, what's your legacy going to be? I'm going through a process right now where I'm, I'm working through, and we do this every few years with my family, like my, my family, my kids, my husband, what's your vision, mission, purpose for your life and, and getting that down. And it all starts with like, what do you want your legacy to be? Like, I know pretty clearly what I want my legacy to be and getting my kids involved with that and, and then kind of working backwards, you know? So, and part of that process is you write your obituary and you write your tombstone. Like, what do you want people to say about you when you are no longer here? And then build back. How do you actually set your goals on that? And it doesn't have to be you're thinking like 20 years ahead, but if you know what the, 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 the long game is there and you know where you want to go, I think it really helps hone in on what, what the true vision is for your life. So, so for me, it's like figuring out what that is. I think that that, you know, biggest takeaway of principles and then find like, a, go back to saying, find something that you're passionate about that you would do for free. Um, how do you, how do you find a way? And even if it isn't necessarily like you might have a totally different legacy than what you're doing right now, but is there a way that you can incorporate it? Right. With your day to day job, people that you influence, um, the type of uh, what you're spending your time on, all of those types of things. 
Okay, good. Um, so let's talk about the foundation. Um, um, one thing, reading through your information, um, the Jeff Ruby Foundation. Tell us about the foundation and the work you guys do there. Well, we are very excited because when COVID hit and we put our restaurants to sleep, we furloughed 625 employees. Uh, the foundation absolutely, like, you know, we, we had to put that to sleep too. And we had just gained so much momentum um, through strategic planning and really developing it. We had a big gala that was very successful, um, but we support grassroots nonprofits that are really doing the work. And so we're partnered strategically with um, different nonprofits that are in the poverty world. And so really the ultimate goal is taking Cincinnati off top five uh, poverty lists and then also being able to do that in the other markets. We've got, you know, restaurants in Nashville and Louisville and Lexington and Columbus, but we're starting here in Cincinnati. And, um, you know, my father never had a uh, dad ever growing up. He never had somebody that he wanted to make proud. And um, it was really cool because on his 70, I think it was his 70th birthday, we brought all the surrogate, my surrogate brothers, his kids, basically he formally adopted up on stage one by one. And there were about 15 of the the young men that are now, you know, grown adults that he took in. And so for us, it was pretty easy to identify that, that the foster care system is something that we are insanely passionate about. And, and we believe um, that that's kind of where the systemic change is going to happen, where the cycle continues for poverty. So trying to find homes and trying to find nonprofits, whether it's kinship care or safe families, um, trying to find people that um, can even kind of jump into that role. You could, you could actually have a, do a, a, become a safe family for two weeks and people wouldn't know that. There's apps out there where you can say, hey, I can help mom out for two weeks. And that actually keeps kids out of the foster care system. So we're really grateful for all the work that, that is happening already. Um, for us, really, it's about using our platform and doing a big Jeff Ruby gala that sounds like a lot of fun and it's Jeff Ruby food, you know, wine, champagne, a great band. We had Cool in the Gang. But Really, we, we raise that money to be able to support nonprofits that are doing absolutely incredible work in our city. So let's talk about um, the pandemic and let's talk about the impact of the pandemic. And I understand that you played uh, a huge role on the national level in terms of supporting restaurants. Um, tell me briefly about that, if you will. Well, when you're when the government shuts you down and says you're not an essential business, um, then you take matters into your own hands. You know, you don't just sit back and wait. And so, you know, we've got a, an amazing community here, a restaurant community of uh, restaurant leaders. And we kind of, um, through the Ohio Restaurant Association, came together. And um, I took a role because of the political relationships that my dad has always had. He's been unapologetic, like it or not. And believe it or not, it's the left and the right side that we have relationships with. And that's a time when you pick up the phone and you say, hey, you know, I, I we need to talk. And so um, what was what was amazing? I mean, we were talking to anybody that we that would just pick up the phone. And um, it really came down to the PPP and, and advocating for that. You know, there was a forgiveness period that was um, irrelevant to restaurants because, we didn't have people in our, we needed that PPP to be on our timing and we didn't have people in our restaurants. I always said like, should we open the restaurants for ghosts? Nobody can even come in, you know? And so, um, but anyway, so yeah, we, we, we lobbied, um, on the federal level and, and even that's how important it is here. I mean, we had a mayor that was incredible that, that really did also advocate for restaurants to be open day one. I remember I, I called Betsy. I'm like, I'm doing a press conference with the mayor. I've 
no idea what to do. She's like, speak from the heart and tell them the facts, right? That mm-hmm. you are 51% of the food supply chain in America. You're like the second largest employer. Um, it, not me. The, I'm talking about our industry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the airline business was getting all of this, this assistance and restaurants were completely shut down. And, and, um, so that was like, you know, I think that was actually probably the, the pivotal moment of of our community understanding how important restaurants are, and there was no competition at, during that time. I mean, everybody, and still to this day, it's like it's you know, I, I I we have a little group text thread, and it, it was just checking in with them, saying, "Hey, oh my gosh, we're not we don't have a catastrophe going on. How's your life? How's your business?" Right? But um, all boats rise with the tide, so it was it was definitely hard. Uh, talk about a, a lifelong lesson, and I think the greatest lesson out out of that was um, you got to take matters into your own hands. You have to market yourself. You've got to market your business and and advocate for what you believe is right. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Brittany Ruby Miller. She's there this morning to talk about her book, Five Star Life. Now, you are a mom, you're a CEO, you're an author and all this stuff. How do you balance all of that? And what advice would you give to other working moms? My advice to all working moms is that work-life balance is a total myth. And we got to get that out of our heads because you're never going to achieve this kind of nirvana. You're never going to achieve this, this great balance where all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, wow, I really got it all together. Nope. It's, every day is different. <laughs> and every day, honestly, I'm going to have mom guilt. It, I, I deal with it every single day. I've surrendered to that. But it's about being intentional with my time. And so understanding you know, how your kids um, receive love. So there's a great book called The Five Love Languages, and it applies to children, too. So each of my kids, they feel love in a different way. One's quality time. One just wants to, to snuggle in, on a Sunday morning. And so being able to figure out and, and, and letting them know, educating the kids, like, hey, well, how's your love tank right now? You know, and tonight it's Asher's like, I miss you. And so I'm going to Urban Air at five o'clock. <laughs> so we're going to go do, you know, I'm going to be on zip lines with a five-year-old, but it's going to take probably one hour to fill that tank back up. And what he doesn't know is I'm here doing the radio before that. I'm going to be on a construction site right after this. I'm going to a financial meeting right after that. And, um, but there's a way to, to, to just, I think, lessen, uh, Lower the expectations and and just take it day by day. Okay. And how many kids? And four. Four? Yeah. So five, nine, 11, and 16. Whoa. So we're busy. Yeah. yeah. Got- but I also want to say this, the five-star life, I think that I wrote that I came up with that title, not because you would think that fine dining, right? Five stars. That's what we do achieve. uh, We always try to strive for whether it's, you know, food critic or open table. It's always based on five stars. Um, But it truly is. You can have a five star life, even if you've come from very broken, you know, background or broken story that uh, for me, the five star life is about living a life to your fullest and and achieving five stars in your personal life too. Okay, that's a good lead into my next question. Um, in the book, let, tell me about three things that someone can do today, right now, to start them on the path to that five star life. I think being real, okay. right? Like like I have been talking about reaching out, and for me, it's prayer. I think it's really, um, but there's people around, and I don't think that you know not everybody should go and write a book and air out all their dirty laundry. <laughs> I chose to do it because okay. I'm in a healthy place now, but I'm not saying like, 
I actually think everybody should write a book because everyone has a story. Whether you publish it or not is a different, you know, you don't have to. But I, it was very cathartic for me to, to sit down and, and I wrote the book during the pandemic. Uh, but, you know, I think really just being authentic, you know, surrounding yourself with people who care about you, reaching out if it's a serious, you know, issue that you reach out to professionals that are good. Because I've had some really great therapists. I've had some very bad therapists. And some of those bad therapists, you know, you got to it's like you're auditioning for <laughs> or hiring for a position. Right, you, you need to go and hire your. They're not hiring you, <laughs> so okay. make sure that they're qualified before um, before you invest all this time and emotional right uh, your emotions into the process. But yeah, I think that would be it. All right, and with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Brittany Ruby Miller, more about the book Five Star Life, how can they find out more? You can go to jeffruby.com. Uh, you can go to Amazon. They're available in all the restaurants as well, so any restaurant. Um, and, yeah, hopefully I get to see everybody at the new foundry. And also I will mention this. We're, we're keeping that space at 7th Street and turning it into an event center. And so um, you can also pick a book a book there, but we won't be open until probably June of next year. But okay. book your weddings right now, Jeff Ruby's <laughs> event center. <laughs> Coming in June, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Brittany. I really Alrighty. do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Brittany Ruby Miller, CEO of Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment and author of the book, Five Star Life, The Fateful Fight to Overcome Obstacles and Pursue Excellence. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on social media. Anything that you may have missed this morning, information on our guests, all you have to do is go to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share their Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.